Praise the Lord, this is Brother Julius Adeumi. We are in the last chapter, chapter 24 of the Gospel of Luke. This is the resurrection. The report about the resurrection of our Lord Jesus Christ and ascension. Now upon the first day of the week, very early in the morning, they came unto the sepulchre. These are the women that are prepared spices on the Sabbath day and they are coming on Sunday morning, early in the morning to come and first day of the week is Sunday morning. Also, come and anoint the body. They were bringing the spices which they had prepared and certain others with them. And they found the stone rolled away from the sepulchre. And they entered in and found not the body of the Lord Jesus. And it came to pass as they were much perplexed thereabout, behold, two men stood by them in shining garments. And as they were afraid and bowed down their faces to the earth, they said unto them, Why seek ye the living among the dead? He is not here, but he is risen. Remember how he spake unto you when he was yet in Galilee, saying, The Son of Man must be delivered into the hands of sinful men, and be crucified, and the third day rise again. And they remembered his words, and returned from the sepulchre, and told all these things unto the eleven, and to all the rest. Now that was the first report that Luke gave, and they will, will give for more reports of different people coming, because you see, the women are many. So when they came for the feast, all of them, maybe like 20 women, I don't know how many there, but all of them are not staying in one location. For the feast, there is some three of them maybe staying with a family here, some other four have staying with another family over there. So when they were all planning, they were planning their, their own plan, every one of them, were, all these groups were planning their trip to go and do their final ride by themselves. They didn't come together and say, let's all, all of us 20 go together. No. The four over there, perhaps, and the three over there, perhaps, and five over there, perhaps, are planning when they are going to go. So the people that get there first saw something. Other people came there later, they saw something else. But they all saying the place was empty. And in fact, when you get to Matthew, it actually said that the first bird that came saw the angel the rolling the stone away. And that, perhaps, was the first bird. And those who were there when the soldiers that were keeping the place were also frozen because they also, the soldiers also saw the angels rolling the stone away. But after those women left, some other women came later and also. But this time the stone was already rolled away. The body was not there. The stone was rolled away not to let Jesus out, but to let the women come and come in and sleep because Christ already just disappeared from the place. That was how it was reported in Matthew. But see, the soldiers now went to town and the other women came by and found the stone was rolled away. The body was not there, they were perplexed, so they could see they could be the one reporting that they saw two angels. That was talking to them here. So a different group came at different times. But they were all seeing the same thing. They were seeing the same thing. Now in verse 10, Gospel of Luke chapter 24, verse 10 continues. It was Mary Magdalene and Joanna and Mary the mother of James and other women that were with them which told these things unto the apostles. And their words seemed to them as I do tales and they believed them not. Verse 12 says, And then arose Peter and ran unto the sepulchre. And stooping down, he beheld the linen clothes laid by themselves, and departed, wondering in himself at that 
which was come to pass. Now, Peter, when the Peter God said they saw the linen cloth, how can you take a, a, a dead body that was that have a linen cloth around? How can you take the body and took the linen cloth out of the body and left the linen cloth there? So that comes back for them. If they have carried, because they were thinking maybe whoever owned this, they didn't know who owned the sepulchre. It's a temporary thing. But according to Matthew, he, thought, he said it was, it was a Joseph the Arimathea that really owned that place. So if they are trying to move these cops to another location, they most likely won't be taking the wrapper out of the clothes and take the empty naked body. No. Even if they have to use another cloth, there's no reason for that. Even if they say, well, this one is bloody, let's take another cloth. They most likely will have taken this one and cleaned the place of purple. But see, they saw the wrapper clothes there. According to some other um, scholars, they thought maybe that clothes was actually not un unwrapped. It was just full, it was like wrapped and then it collapsed. Uh, something disappeared from inside it. That is more making sense. Because according to this, he said, he saw the one that was on the top of the edge rolled by itself, wrapped by itself. Almost like something disappeared from it. So it was still in a wrapped formation. That was how many people believe it happened. So that's why they are wondering that why would they take the body away and leave the clothes here? So Peter said, he ran to the sepulchre, stood him down and beheld the linen clothes laid by themselves and departed wondering himself that what which, which was come to pass. Now, that was why they are first confused, but the Lord left it there like a mystery for them to figure it out now. Figure it out. I remember when the Lord took me, I, I gave that testimony to the, to the heavens and I went with, an, with a, I believe, an angel. That took me into the place and I went to the bathroom immediately. I don't know why I went to the bathroom, almost like a restaurant. They let me use the bathroom. I went to the bathroom and I saw a mirror on the wall. A mirror on the wall of a, of a, of a restroom. But I didn't see my face in that mirror. So I touched my face, I touched the mirror. I didn't see my face. Then I saw if somebody in the mirror. I looked back, somebody was behind me. So I could see the, somebody behind me, I could see my face. Before I left the place and wake up, they always had to say, figure this one out, engineer. So that's exactly why I say, they were, the Lord left that was like a puzzle for the apostles. Say, what do you think about this? The, the clothes collapsed. Or even if you think like it was unwrapped, why would they leave the clothes unwrapped there and took the body naked out of the place? Even if they said, and that was perhaps why the, in the other place, it was John, because the Gospel of John said, Mary Magdalene stood there waiting that maybe whoever took the body away, we come back to clean up this place. So she stayed there while Peter and John went back to home. And she was there waiting, crying, waiting and crying that way. Somebody will come and clean up the place. How can you take this body away and not come and clean up the clothes? So while he was there, he, she saw the, she, she, while she was waiting, she saw another two angels inside the room. How did they get in there? But she didn't even think about that. How did they get in there? They should have passed through this place. No, she didn't even think about that. They just said, Woman, why are you weeping? I said, because you have taken away my Lord. Before she could say anything, she turned back and said, oh, Lord Jesus Christ. So that was, Lord Jesus left them there like a mystery for them to figure it out. Now, let's continue with Luke chapter 24 that we are reading. Verse 13 said, And behold, two of them went that same day to a village called Emeos, which was from Jerusalem, about three score furlongs. And they talked together of all these things which had happened. And it came to pass that while they communed together and reasoned, I mean, they are reasoning thoughts. And what we are, just like our reasoning thoughts. Why would they leave the clothes there? Well, they saw only the clothes, they saw the body. 
But if they, if somebody carries the why, why would they leave the clothes? They say they saw angels. They say it's alive. So they were now wondering. They said they were just discussing it, and it came to power while they come together and reason. Jesus Himself drew near and went with them, but their eyes were holding that they should not know Him. And He said to them, "What manner of communications are these that ye have one to another, as ye walk and as sad?" And one of them, whose name was Cleopas, answered said unto him, "Are thou only a stranger in Jerusalem, and hast not known the things which have come to pass there in these days?" And He said unto them, "What things?" And they said unto him, concerning Jesus of Nazareth, which was a prophet, mighty indeed and word, before God and all the people. And now the chief priests and our rulers delivered him to be condemned to death and have crucified him. But we trusted that it had been he which would have redeemed Israel. And beside all this, today is the third day, since these things were done. Yeah, and certain women also of our company made us astonished, which were early at the sepulchre. And when they found not his body, they came saying that they had also seen a vision of angels, which said that he was alive. And certain of them which were with us went to the sepulchre and found it, even as so as the women had said, that him they saw not. Now, I want to comment on that verse 21 where they said, We trusted that it had been he which should have redeemed Israel. Now, I say the, the Jews have an idea of what the Messiah was to do, they say he was to redeem Israel. What does that mean by redeeming ministry? To them, they are thinking of taking Israel back to a, a, a nation that will be ruling itself, not ruled by Roman governor, not ruled by Rome, but ruling itself. That's in their mind what they mean by redeeming Israel. Israel has been serving all these other nations by oppression, by rulership of soldiers, and they wanted to be free from that. That's why they are talking about taxation. The Roman, the Roman Empire is taxing them. They don't want to pay tax to foreign. So all of those things that what they thought in their mind is redeeming Israel. You see that same question being asked in the Acts of the Apostles after Christ resurrected and talked to the and was about to go away. He was saying, I'm now going to restore the, 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 the what do you call it? Are you going to restore Israel right now? The government. Let's see how they actually frame the question. They were asking for the kingdom. Are you going to restore the kingdom now to Israel? What kingdom? The kingdom of Israel, so that it will be released. That's what they were still thinking of. That was the mindset of the Jews that were thinking the Messiah is coming to do that for them, to do that for Israel. So now they were saying, we trusted that it had been He, that is, they thought, they said, yeah, Jesus is the one that is the Messiah. It had been He, we should have redeemed Israel. But now He's dead and it looks like it's that terminated. It's that. So they didn't know what to, what to believe now. And now they say he's alive, so they announce the way he's alive. Maybe it's not over yet. It's not, it's not over yet to redeem Israel. So they were saying that certain women went there and found that he was, they saw angels and say he was, he's still alive. And certain of them, verse 24, which were with us, went to the sepulchre and found it even so as the women had said, that him they saw not. Now the Lord Jesus Christ started telling, talking to them in verse 25. Then he said unto them, O oh, fools, and slow of heart to believe all that the prophets have spoken. Hot not Christ to have suffered these things and to enter into his glory? And beginning at Moses and all the prophets, he expanded unto them in all the scriptures the things concerning himself. You wonder what are the Bible verses that the Lord was pointing to about himself that he to point to the fact that he has to suffer this thing? He must have pointed to the book of Psalms. That the Messiah said he was 
My God, my God, what has thou forsaken me? That was in the book of Psalm 22. Was all talking about the Messiah on the cross, not so. And another one referred to Genesis chapter 3, verse 15, that the, the, the seed of the woman will come and bruise the head of Satan. And that was part of what Christ fulfilled. All of those that, they are, that, that are in the book of Genesis, that was reported, and Isaiah pointed, pointed some of those things. Isaiah chapter 7, verse 14. He must have pointed some of those things, pointing, they might have read those Bible verses themselves, they never understood what it meant. That's the mystery of the Word of God. They could have read those Bible verses themselves, they couldn't understand what it meant. Like Psalm 22, everybody thought it was just a psalm of solemnity. Maybe they sing it when they are sad, but they didn't know it was prophecy. But it was talking about the Messiah on the cross, that I can number all my bones. They parted my clothes. So they, were, they saw those like as David, King David must have formulated a very beautiful solemnity psalm. No, but the Holy Ghost prophesied through the mouth of David. So the Lord must have pointed so many of those Bible verses in the book of Isaiah, in the book of Genesis, in the book of Psalms about himself, that those are referring to himself, that what he went through is exactly how it was proposed to happen. Verse 28, I'm looking, I'm reading Luke chapter 24, the last chapter, I'm now in verse 28. And they drew near it unto the village whither they went. And he made as though he would have gone further. But they constrained him, saying, Oh, abide with us, for it is toward evening. And the day is far spent. So I went in to tarry with them. And it came to pass as he sat at meat with them, he took bread and blessed it and break and gave to them. And their eyes were open, and they knew him. And he vanished out of their sight. Now that is the power of resurrection. The Lord Jesus Christ now is, is using the power of resurrection. Where he is now appearing and disappearing. He appeared to them in the physical form. He was not appearing like a spirit. Like we saw him in the vision. He could appear before me in my presence. Or so he showed himself to me. It would be like a vision if nobody else can see me except me. If everybody else, if everybody else around there and they all were looking and they didn't see him, but I saw him, that would be a vision. My eyes just opened to the spirit world. But if he appeared physically, and I saw him physically, those people that are around us will see him physically. So, but then if he disappeared, he, then he disappeared physically also. And that was what they are doing because he was talking to them. They were not, their eyes open, they are seeing him physically. And they gave him bread, and he took the bread, and he broke it. That's when he opened their eyes, and he said, eh, Master! And he just, he broke it and gave it to them. And that's when they saw him, and he disappeared. Then he disappeared, meaning he changed from physical particle to something invisible, wave. I call it wave because we are an electronic engineer. So that is how he started using the power of the resurrection. And that is what he's going to give to all of us, all of us that are redeemed. We are going to be using that power of resurrection to appear and disappear. At the sound of our thought, we disappear and appear on another planet. If that's where we want to do. And God already have this like a transportation system ordained to go in from the physical, physical world to the spirit world and back to the physical world. That was what Adam lost when they locked him out. He was locked out of the spirit world so he cannot just go in and out. When they say the, 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 the tree of life is on the other side, he was locked out. And that is what the Lord is revealing to us that he is going to give us that glory back, the glory that Adam lost. And that is what he says, ought not Christ to have suffered this and to enter into his glory. He has entered his glory. And the Bible promises us that he is to bring more sons into glory, many sons to glory. Hebrews chapter 2. Christ is to bring many sons to glory. That is, every believer 
that will be glorified, will be glorified through our Lord Jesus Christ. Here in Hebrews chapter 1, verse 9, say, chapter 2, verse 9. But we see Jesus, who was made a little lower than the angels for the suffering of death, crowned with glory and honor, that he, by the grace of God, should taste death for every man. Verse 10, for it became him for whom are all things, and by whom are all things, in bringing many sons unto glory, to make the captain of their salvation perfect through suffering. Christ is to bring many sons unto glory. That is, believers, saints of God, will be, bring, will be brought unto glory. That's some glory that he has. He's given it to us. Now, let's continue with Luke chapter 24, verse... We are now in verse 31, where the eyes were opened, the two men that were going, that he was talking to them. And when their eyes were opened, they knew him, and he vanished out of their sight. Verse 32. And they said one to another, Did not our heart burn within us while he talked with us by the way? And while he opened to us the scriptures? And they rose up the same hour and returned to Jerusalem and found the eleven gathered together and them that were with them, saying, The Lord is risen indeed, and has appeared unto Simon. And they told what things were done in the way and how he was known of them in breaking of bread. So they also say, Listen. This is what happened when we are on the way to emails. Verse 36. And as they thus speak, Jesus himself stood in the midst of them and said unto them, Peace be unto you. But they were terrified and affrighted. And suppose that they are seen the spirit. Now that's how human beings reacted to something that is sudden or unexpected. We human beings, so, you know, even I told, I was thinking that so even if you are in your house, and somebody walk into your house and you are not expecting somebody, even though it's a human being, even if this person is a human being, but if it does not open the door, or you are not the one that opened the door, you just saw somebody walking in the house, the first panic is that, is he an arm robber? That's what, that makes you to fear. That's what. Now, let's say it is not a, somebody that's a human being. It's an angel. Your hair will grow, you know, stood up because you are afraid. You are afraid of what? You think he's going to hurt you. That's why people are afraid. The same thing, you think it's an amoral, but that's why you're afraid. That is what they are thinking. It's a spirit. They have imagination that spirits hurt people also. That's why they are thinking. They were terrified, afraid. They suppose that they have seen a spirit. And he said, you have to calm them and say, Why are ye troubled? Verse 38. And why do thoughts arise in your hearts? Behold my hands and my feet. That it is I myself. What do you mean by hands? And because you could see the nail print. It is still there as a hole in the hand. Hole in the hand. And, and in the feet. Because you know that was how he was crucified. The undo me. They have to touch me and see. For his spirit has not flesh and bones as he see me have. And when he had thus spoken, he showed them his hands and his feet. They have to touch him. Master, does it hurt? It's already healed. Hallelujah. And while they yet believe not for joy and wonder, he said unto them, Have ye here any meat? The Lord demonstrated this to us so that we know that he can eat our food. He has physical body. His spirit cannot eat your food. You know that angels manifested to Abraham, but they manifested to a physical human body. So they can eat with the physical human body. And the Lord was with them as a physical human body, and they all ate with Abraham. 
they eat meat. And then when the two angels arrived in the house of Lot, the Bible called them angels, not so. But they came in the physical human being for body. And they also ate dinner. So that those are not spirits. When they manifest into physical, they have physical body. And the logical said, look, touch me and say that I have physical body. And when they are still wounded, he said, bring something to eat. So they gave him something and he ate it right and the thing fell down to the floor. And also, he ate it and swallowed it. So that we know that when we have a physical, when we are glorified, if you manifest a physical, we'll be able to eat. Not that we needed the food because the light body is glowing from, changing from physical to waves. doesn't need the food. It's immortal right now. But say he was wanting to know that we, we have physical body and we have to appear and disappear, just like his body also. Say we shall be like him when we shall when he shall appear. Say have you any meat? Verse forty-two. And they gave him a piece of a broiled fish and of an honeycomb, and he took it and did eat before them. And he said unto them, These are the words which I speak unto you while I was yet with you, that all things must be fulfilled which were written in the law of Moses, and in the prophets, and in the Psalms concerning me. Then opened he their understanding that they might understand the scriptures. And said unto them, Thus it is written, and thus it behoved Christ to suffer and to rise from the dead the third day. The other things were hidden from, from their eyes, from, them, from man, until it was fulfilled. Because God wanted it to be like that. It was until it was fulfilled. That's why he told the apostles, the three apostles that were on the mountain of transfiguration, don't tell any man about this transfiguration until he has resurrected from the dead. Because God wanted that crucifixion, crucifixion the shedding of that blood of our religious guys for the salvation of mankind. So everything that was prophesied about it, it was said in different forms, in the books of Psalms, in the prophecies of our prophets, Isaiah, in the books that Moses wrote down, in figurative way, they thought they are just doing some sacrifices. They say, say the type of what's coming to happen. A type of what's coming to happen. A type of what's coming to happen. But God was closing it from their mind so that they won't be able to stop it. How can they how can they not stop it if they know that this is the Messiah and then they want to kill their Messiah? No, they won't want, nobody wants to kill the Messiah if they know he was going to save them. But see, unless they crucify him, we human race cannot be saved. And God planned it that he will save human race from the book of Genesis chapter 3. That we need to save this human race. So God planned these things, but see, when the devil used them and they still follow the devil, they still are guilty. Just like Adam and Eve. You may say, Adam said, Eve said, it was the devil or the serpent that beguiled me, not so. But Eve was punished, not so. Adam, you listen to your wife. If you not listen to your wife, you also, you also punished. What about the serpent? Also punished. So, that if you let the serpent beguile you or use you, you are going to still serve your punishment. But see, this was planned, or God will use all to all things we work together for good to them that love God. That's how we can say when it comes to was it planned that this devil should do this against us or to us, but it will work out for our good in the end. But we don't want the one to be Judas Iscariot that the devil will use. Because that fellow Judas Iscariot will go with the devil to where the devil is going in, the, in his own punishment. So this is written, and thus it behoved Christ to suffer and to rise from the dead the third day, and that repentance and remission of sins should be preached in his name among all nations, beginning at Jerusalem. And ye are witnesses of these things. 
And behold, I send the promise of my Father upon you, but tarry ye in the city of Jerusalem until ye be endued with power from on high. We do not want them to just stay together in Jerusalem until they receive the power of the Holy Ghost that will come down because it takes the Holy Ghost power to do this job. Because it's a warfare. A warfare that is you are fighting spirits. You are physical man beings, but you are going to be fighting spirits. You are not fighting these men that are persecuting us. You are fighting satanic spirits. So it takes Holy Ghost power to fight those satanic spirits. True men, how are you fighting them? In your prayer, you are fighting them. In your demanding authority, you are fighting them. Casting the devils out, we are fighting them. And they are fighting back in the form of arrows, that are there, but they are not to, we are not to be hurt. And then the only way they can fight back is through men, to use men to persecute weak Christians. And God allowed that. But when they shoot evil arrows that can make somebody fall down dead, no, God doesn't allow that. We are shielded by God. But we are fighting these satanic forces. So it's a war between physical people against invisible, invisible beings. And these invisible beings are not able to hurt us, but we can cast them out from people where they are. And then so they can also use other physical human beings that are on their side to persecute us. That's the only way God allowed the, the battle to go on. But he said that they need the power of the Holy Ghost before this thing can really be done. So he said, study right here in Jerusalem until I send the power of the Holy Ghost upon all of you. And then you have to also notice that for 40 days, the Bible said it was with them 40 days going in and out. I believe the Lord was showing himself to many other disciples. Because on the day of Pentecost, according to Acts of the Apostles chapter 1, there were about 120 people in that upper room when the Holy Ghost came. 120, but we only knew about 12 apostles and some women also. But that's not up to 120. But see, God wanted some more Galileans that, he, that are believing. And they were all in Galilee. Many of them came to the feast, but all of them gone back, you see, when those things happened. So they were not part of these people that are hanging around seeing all this resurrection. So I believe the Lord was re re manifesting to some of these Galileans that he, I want you to be there, go and stay with them in Jerusalem. I want you to be there, go and stay with them in Jerusalem. I want you to be there, go and stay with them in Jerusalem. At least the first batch that he wanted them to receive the damp of the Holy Ghost. That is exactly what he was doing during those 40 days appearing to these people. We believe that he must have appeared to Mary, mother of Jesus, and his brethren in Galilee, or if they are still in Jerusalem, so that they were now convinced that, yes, something is about to take place, the kingdom. And it's a gather in Jerusalem, that's where you want to be when it started. So that was why he said, tarry ye in the city of Jerusalem until ye be endued with power from on high. So many of them that were gathered on the day of Pentecost, about 120 in Jerusalem, the Lord must have been calling them, visiting them to show them that he has resurrected and he wanted them to stay in Jerusalem with the apostles until that uh, endured power. Now verse 15. And he led them out as far as to Bethany and he lifted up his hands and blessed them. And it came to pass while he blessed them, he was parted from them and carried up into heaven. And they worshipped him and returned to Jerusalem with great joy and were continually in the temple praising and blessing God. That is the end of the Gospel of Luke chapter 24 and the, the end of the Gospel of Luke. But I want to read some few verses what happened that Luke also reported in Acts of the Apostles chapter 1. More like a continuation of what he was writing in, in his gospel, gospel of Luke. But in that chapter 1, before he went up away from them there, Luke reported in the Acts of the Apostles chapter 1 verse uh, from verse 3, Luke was talking, because he wrote the same Acts of Apostles to this same Theophilus, and he said, Christ told them, after his passion, 
Verse 4 says, And being assembled together with them, that was before he went up, commanded them that they should not depart from Jerusalem, but wait for the promise of the Father, which saith ye, ye have heard of me. For John truly baptized with water, but ye shall be baptized with the Holy Ghost. Not many days, not many days hence. I believe it was about 10 days after this report, about after this utterance that he, because he went up to heaven and then 10 days later, the Holy Ghost came upon them. When they therefore were come together, they asked of him, saying, Lord, will thou at this time restore again the kingdom to Israel? That was the one I was referring to. They were still thinking of the kingdom of Israel. And he said unto them, it is not for you to know the times or the seasons which the Father has put in his own power, but you shall receive power after that the Holy Ghost has come upon you, and you shall be witnesses unto me, both in Jerusalem, and in all Judea, and in Samaria, and unto the uttermost part of the earth. Verse 9 of Acts of the Apostles, chapter 1, And when he had spoken these things, while they beheld, he was taken up, and a cloud received him out of their sight. That was where he went up to heaven, that he also reported in Luke chapter 24, that we read just a few seconds ago. Now verse 10, he said, And while they looked steadfastly toward heaven as he went up, behold, two men stood by them in white apparel, which also said, Ye men of Galilee, and that caught their attention. Why stand ye gazing up into heaven? This same Jesus, which is taken up from you into heaven, shall so come in like manner as ye have seen him go into heaven. So they returned to, unto Jerusalem from the mount called Olivet, which is from Jerusalem, a Sabbath day's journey. Now, that is how Luke reported this in Acts of the Apostles chapter 1. He said, Mount of Olivet. And in his gospel, he said it was Bethany. Bethany is actually on that mountain of Olivet because they have to cross Bethany to come to Jerusalem. So this will be the end of Gospel of Luke chapter 24. And we also talk about the, the last few verses where I talk about the ascension. We went up to heaven. And they were continually in the temple, praising and blessing God. That was chapter 24 of the Gospel of Luke, verse 53. They worshipped him and returned to Jerusalem with great joy. And were continually in the temple, praising and blessing God. Until the Holy came upon Summarizing what the Gospel of Luke has told us, we can see that the Lord Jesus Christ, born, baptized, preached among us, and... He allowed himself to be crucified for the purpose of sacrificing his blood for mankind. And he rose again and started using the power, the glory, the, the transport, the, the resurrection power, appearing and disappearing. And they gathered them and told them to stay in Jerusalem until he endured their power because this is a warfare, like I said in, some, in the last chapter. The warfare between the saints of God against the satanic forces, that we are not to be hurt. However, the devil are permitted to use human beings as persecutors. But the Lord Jesus Christ said, in Jesus, and we are witnesses of him. And anyone that believes, you are saved from your sin. In the book of Mark, he said, This time shall follow them that believe. The signs of God will follow believers to cast out devils, to lay hands upon the sick, and the sick are recovered. That is freely given to us as believers. And you that listen to me, if you are not a believer, you better come and accept Jesus as your Lord and Savior. That's the only way you have a hope of eternal life. The only way to get into that kingdom is to let Jesus come and live inside you. The kingdom of God starts from within us. A changed life, a changed heart, a new nature in Christ Jesus. Being born again, then you are a member of that kingdom. You are born into the kingdom. You have to be born into that kingdom. 
by this born again experience. Then you start following him and stand to the end, and you shall be saved. He that endures to the end, the same shall be saved. God bless you. Amen.